0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome back to The 750. I am your O, Joe Ochoa. He is your 750 two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and the biggest Justin Thomas fan this side of the Mississippi, the one and only Tony Casillas-TC. <laughs> what up?
0: You know, uh, hey, it's great to be with you again here on this Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, I like Justin Thomas. I, I like the pink pants, and I like the pink belt. Uh, so anyone that can pull off, you know, because of what it represents, I mean, it kind of a little special to me because the month of uh, – you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and my wife's a breast cancer survivor. You know, yada yada. Uh, any any someone can pull that off and and ball and play golf, well, hey, I'm a big big uh, big fan. And didn't I didn't I pick him to win? You did. Um, and so congratulations. I forgot about that. I I thought maybe that's why you brought that up. Well, yeah. I'm glad
1: you brought up the pink pants. Uh, for anybody <laughs> that's unaware, Justin Thomas won uh, the St. Jude's FedEx uh, Classic, whatever you want to call it, the Memphis Showdown. As some people call it. Um, and, uh, he was wearing pink pants on Sunday for his final round and Nick Faldo, Tony, I don't know if you heard this on the broadcast, um, as JC or JT hit his approach shot on like, I think it was like 16. He said something like, well, if he wins this, we're going to have to call him the pink pant her. Um, and so, uh,
0: I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that's like uh, people like one of my dad jokes or think I it should... was bad? Um, yeah, oh, on, I, think, I think that was a little on bad. the
1: subject of dad jokes. You <laughs> wore a polo. You posted this on social media. Um, this was like the ultimate dad polo. Um, explain explain your uh, your choice, your fashion choice, Tony.
0: Yeah. So what you're talking about is that uh, every month I get this little this package. It's called four par. And I recommend if you're if you go off or just if you like nice style of shorts. And you know, they send you like a, you know, different types of brands every month. So it's kind of cool to get it. So I get this shirt, which is really a cool shirt. Uh It's cool fit. It's your microfiber shirt It breathes and it's clingy. But on this, which I refer to the ultimate dad golf shirt, it has grills. Yeah. So when I first got it, my son, he's into golf now. He loves golf. Kind of like you, like you you sounds like your dad kind of, gave you the bug of playing golf so it's kind of the our relationship so he loves golf so the first time he looks at it he goes dad that's a great dad golf shirt I'm like hey okay well uh it is kind of unique so I posted this picture which it had the grills on it so it's kind of cool I've never seen anything like it but I'm kind of on the trendier side of being the older dad I like kind of you know more trendy clothes I guess but it's pretty cool yeah
1: yeah Tony Casillas walking around Fashion Week, uh, in that, New York, in Paris, that's yeah, that's <laughs> uh, cool. All right, well, for, was it four golf? Is that what it was? Four, four par, four yeah, par, but,
0: forward par, and, and I recommend because uh, it's 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 pretty relatively inexpensive, and you get you get a lot of value for your money. Okay, that's four f o r for the 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 number four. It's almost it's a shape of almost it's two T's, oh, like golf tees. Okay. So it's a shape, but you can Google it. But I give them a plug, man. They do a tremendous job.
1: Cool. Uh, Well, on the subject of fashion, Tony um we're recording tuesday morning um albeit you know give everybody a peek behind the curtain we're fighting um some technology here uh i had a, a technological hurdle that we overcame uh so shout out to me i guess but um but so uh last night but you're it,
0: smooth you you kind of smooth it over in the way we'll edit they don't right yeah notice. nobody
1: nobody will know what happened <laughs> uh, it, it'll it'll feel like nothing happened to them but um but so last night uh yesterday evening, um, the Las Vegas Raiders tweeted out some photos. This And we've been saying for a while that this week would feel maybe the most like normal training camp just because guys have gotten in the building and stuff like that. And so that means, you know, you take your photo shoots for people wonder, like, what are they taking photos for? This is what goes in the program when they do those like videos, um, like during the stadiums when the guys right. are like, like, sure, like yeah. get loud. They film yeah. all that stuff right now. Obviously, you know, those things won't really be put into place uh, this season, but they're still necessary photos. And the Las Vegas Raiders, Tony, have a new tight end, uh, a future Hall of Fame tight end, a former broadcaster. In fact, the Las Vegas Raiders have two former Monday Night Football broadcasters in that building in John Gruden and Jason Witten. And the photos of Jason Witten wearing the Raiders uniform, I will be honest, um, spooked me. I, I I did not feel right. It it was unsettling to me, um, and um, it, it it shook me to my core. Well,
0: I I I, I kind of tend to disagree with that. I mean, I, he is. It's really odd to see him in a different colored uniform. Um, but considering his, you know, how he kind of ended everything, it's you know, I, I guess I'm, I guess more prepared. But I don't think anyone's prepared to see him in the silver and black. And I've always been a big fan of the Oakland Raiders. Oh you know, yeah, that. I mean the uniform I mean, is so, so when I saw him in him, I'm like, dang, he looks pretty good in that. <laughs> and I didn't even think about you know people thinking, oh, you know, he's a traitor and everything. And I, I would, I, I will say this: I remember when Emmett Smith played for at the time, I believe it was the Phoenix Cardinals, or I think at that time it's still the Phoenix Cardinals. Or it wasn't. I don't know if it was the Arizona Cardinals. But Anyways, that team. And I remember when he wore the Cardinals uniform and and it was totally different because he left it, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say bitter, but I don't think he wanted to, he may, he made reference to diamonds in the rough or whatever. And uh, so anyway, it, you know, that was different, but I think for, for Jason, I, I saw, and it looks pretty slick. I mean, we talked about fashion. I mean, I mean, it's streamline. I love the the Raiders uniform. It's, the slim it's slimming.
1: It's slimming for sure. Yeah, I mean,
0: it, it's 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 if you look at it and you don't even think about oh, that's and and I guess it's just the way his his head's shaved now. He <laughs> kind of looks like a Raider now. Kinda he looks. He, he, and Jason Witten to see that in him, you wouldn't see him in that. You know, he's kind of like the all American dude, right? Yeah. But to see him in that Oakland Raiders uniform, you're like, dude, this guy may have a little dog in him now.
1: He um, it does kind of look like. Like older Howie Long. That's what he looks like in a Raider uniform to me. You know what I mean? Like what what the the veteran version of Howie Long. See, like when I think of Raiders, I don't my know. Mr. Well, so yeah. uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this. My all time, maybe not my all time, but like top three for me, all time favorite Raiders, Lyle Alzado. That's oh, who yeah. I think of yeah. when when I, like that's my like classic Raider. I know there are obviously a million that you could pick from, but so you know when i think of of that uniform and that look i think of i think a bit of a of a wild you know personality and that's the thing like you're right like maybe
0: streamline little, you, line, little uh, dirtiness in them if you will yeah and yeah. like yeah. like
1: Witten has like none of like to me it does feel like um you know like the the dad who's like well, i'll just go buy a leather jacket you know <laughs>
0: Just, but don't you think when you buy clothes, it's kind of the same way you can cause if you like black and you dress in black, it kind of transforms you just a little bit as opposed to different off colors. So I think it has a little bit to do with that, but i don't I think it's kind of unique and I'm sure people will get, you know, people will respond to it. But I, I again I thought it was pretty I mean, he he didn't look out of place like I thought he would once we saw the photo. See, I think Besides like, him being with the Cowboys for so right, long, right. and I understand that, but like and, and going I, to another team, I, I he fit he fit in well.
1: To be fair, like I think he would look really awkward or more awkward in maybe like like a Chiefs uniform. You know, what I mean, like because like the the Raiders uniform is kind of similar to the Cowboys, like the helmet's still silver. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it's, it, a lot of it is really really similar. Like he would look really weird in like a Seahawks uniform or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so that would be a little bit weirder to me. Who was the weirdest guy? Just not necessarily a cowboy, but different dude you've seen in NFL history that put on a new uniform and you're like, man, that is not cool. That feels weird.
0: Because I you like, know what? I, I, think Tom, I think...
1: Tom Brady looks good in a Bucks yeah. uniform. Like that doesn't look weird to me at all.
0: Well, I think that maybe when Brett Favre when he mm. went with Minnesota, that was kind of weird because he's playing in the same you know division.
1: That's a good. And to wear,
0: to wear a Vikings uniform, you're like, yeah. that just looks really weird.
1: Yeah, that's a good answer. I mean answer. that's the
0: first one that comes to mind when I think about guys looking out of place. I That'd will be Brett Favre. All, I'll also stick with a former Jets
1: quarterback. Brett Favre had that cup of coffee with the Jets too. Um, yeah. Joe Namath in the Rams uniform. Just look, that looked weird. Like that's you know, that's like to me, it's like when the color schemes are really different. You know, even like I mentioned the Chiefs in talking tight ends, Tony Gonzalez in a Falcons uniform at first looked kind of weird. Yeah, um, that was kind of hard to get used to, but yeah, um, I think the
0: longer you're at the franchise, um, the harder it's going to be able to dab. But I, I, when when Tampa Bay starts playing, it's going to be really weird, especially New England Patriots faithfuls to see him in a Tampa Bay uniform, and then you got Gronkowski to go along with it. That's going to be really odd.
1: Um, it will be. Um, they uh, the Bucks are people are riding high on the Bucks this off Tony, it. We are so we're talking on Tuesday. Uh, this Thursday will mark five weeks from kickoff.
0: Can you believe that? No, I can't.
1: I I just the, the it, Texans it, it, and Chiefs will play in thirty-seven days.
0: Thirty-seven days. I got my fingers crossed right now. You can't. I got a double fingers crossed that everything's going to you know work out and there's not going to be anything blow up and the bubble's going to sustain hopefully and we're going to play in five weeks.
1: Well, what if what have you felt like? Um so this past weekend for example for me like Sunday afternoon I think was the peak of it I was I was back to feeling overwhelmed as a sports fan right because I was watching what was going on at the St. Jude and I was also keeping tabs on the Spurs game and I was also keeping tabs on the Astros game and so like anytime you're in that moment as a sports fan it's stressful because you're like man I gotta like you know you're hitting the like the previous button on your remote you know it's like I gotta jump over here I gotta jump over here what channel was that game on and so it was really nice to feel that way um, have you felt kind of close to normal with the Mavs back, stars are back, uh, golf has been back for a while, obviously soccer's been back. Do, do you feel kind of normal or do you still feel kind of like, man, this is still all just new and weird?
0: Well, I think that I've, I, I, whenever football starts and we have all this plethora of different sports, it'll be kind of like maybe overwhelming because you don't know, really, that's when you start TiVo and everything, but I, I will... I will rate the the sports that I've been watching, obviously golf, because that was the one out of the gate that started uh, during the pandemic. And then basketball. I mean, I find myself watching a hell of a lot of basketball. I mean, the Lakers and I guess you got to keep in mind there's there's only so many teams in the within the bubble. And then hockey. I think hockey is probably the easiest sport to watch or most more entertaining because it's, you know, the way it's so fast moving. Yeah. You really don't look around into the the stands or anything. And because it's just, you're trying to keep your mind on your, 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 you know, focus on the puck. Um, Baseball. I I, I like baseball because I like the whole Rangers is new playing in a new stadium. And just the whole, we talked about it last week about what's different as far as the cardboard cutouts and, you know, speaking of uh, virtual basketball, don't you love in the NBA basketball the, the the people that are actually watching it on the center court? That I think that's I, I find that very entertaining. But those are probably the not overwhelming. Just really, just I'm just glad to have you know a choice to what you know what to watch.
1: No, I, I agree, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't feel normal. Don't get me wrong. I I, I don't think anybody feels normal. Oh but, God, I know there's uh, nothing
0: uh, normal yeah. about this. <laughs> But every morning you wake up, it's different.
1: And I, I think that maybe I see like I, I keep trying to think, um, like what will we feel like? And and I know we we both are a little bit more pessimistic on the college football front, but I keep thinking like what will it feel like late October? Like, you know what I mean? Will it will it feel will it have that kind of NFL feel um to it? Cause right now, and I know some of, of the other sports is right now the calendars are off right like it's hard to feel like you're enjoying basketball in august you know what i mean um but i i do i do kind of feel like the nfl will be a little bit normal i mean like dude the pj championship is this week you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah it, i mean it's really it, awkward
0: it, and then the then you throw the you have the masters are going to be played in november i mean so there's a lot of things under in the pipe that you know we're going to be watching but um there's nothing normal about this, RJ. I, I can only imagine the way we're dealing with this pandemic, just as people, you know, just trying to every day, trying to navigate through this as far as an athlete under these bubble conditions and the way that, you know, the the way that they have to go through the process and everything else like that. I just think that it's just so weird. And and I, I tweeted a picture of the you know, Mike McCarthy's first team meeting and right. I saw there's nothing normal about that. I couldn't imagine walking, You know, in a team meeting, uh, which are using the stands of the star as far as social distancing and wearing a mask the whole time. I mean, under those parameters, there's nothing normal about this whole season, about this whole year and just really having to deal with all that stuff. I mean, stuff you just take for granted, you know, everyday things, going to the grocery store, just walking, working out. Now, think about going to work and especially in an intimate, you know, try to stay as disinfectant as possible I mean, that's very hard to do in the sports arena.
1: So I guess that, I mean, I, I've talked about this before. I think it's very possible that if we are to assume the whole NFL season happens, God willing, it does, that there will be players who play on the same team that never interact with each other, but like because of the way things are set up. And so, like to that point, I guess like. I imagine when you were playing, there were dudes that you just didn't, you know, you normally didn't see or associate with or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm making this up, but like maybe one of the wide receivers, like it's not like y'all are ever really focused on the same, you know, task. Maybe there's like occasional like special teams crossover with different positions and things like that. But it's very possible that. You know, like special teams guys like Chris Jones and Greg Zerline, whatever, may never be in the same room as whatever player you want to talk about. Like that, that's a real possibility this year. And that's kind of wild when you really think about it. You mentioned it. I mean, the photo and the video the Cowboys put out of of their first team meeting, everybody's super spread out. And and that's just kind of the way it is.
0: Yeah. And I can't imagine that just, you know, my experience as an athlete and as being so intimate and even in, you know, you have your your team meeting and everyone's in that meeting room, offense, defense, special teams. I mean, it's, you know, we go that you go there and you get information, the coach talks to you and addresses you and you're right next to each other. I mean, you're, you know, that's about as intimate as you can get. Did you- and then after you split up and you go in your own room, you're close, you're side by side. I mean, that's an intimate part of studying the game and getting the knowledge and information, game plan, and everything else. And then you're together again in the locker room. That's, You know, that's to me. That's kind of unique because, I mean, I just like thinking about the little things. Like, they give you a number to go take a shower. I mean, you, you know, you is there like five guys that can go in and take a shower at the same time? Because, I mean, before that, I mean, everyone was going there and taking a shower. I mean, this, this things like that are just really just you have to stop and you know hit this pause button. And there's everything. The bracelets. I thought that was interesting. You know they the the, cowboys the, mo- gave the it.
1: motion sent or the, yeah. br- the bracelets that go off if you get close if to somebody else. If you're too close to
0: each other, it goes off. And I'm thinking, man, that's just so weird, RJ. Um,
1: I I mean, we, weird is is what it is, right? I mean, like,
0: there's, I mean that's that's the way we, we operate now. We're gonna have to get weird. I mean, that's just the you know that's just the way we we live now.
1: Um, I I mean. It, it it really it's hard to it's hard to figure out how this is going to work. Did you see Tony? You mentioned the the video the Cowboys, but did you see the the latest trailer for Hard Knocks?
0: no i haven't seen seen that okay
1: so obviously it's 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 august (laughs) which means it's hard knocks season right like this is when hard knocks happens the nfl is moving forward nfl films hbo with a new season of hard knocks uh for anyone that's unaware this season is covering both of the los angeles teams you get the chargers and the rams uh which is interesting to say the least um but so in the new trailer a new preview tony Sean McVay is, is in a team meeting, right? And they show all the players and they're sitting socially distanced and they have their masks on. And that's, you know, not real weird, um, just based on our world now. But then it shows Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, and he's at the front of the room and he's got one of those, I'm sure, I know you've seen uh, one of those like face shields. It's like a, yeah. like a headband. Yeah. It has a shield. And right. he, and he's just like talking about football, right? Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's like <laughs> going through the install and everything. And it, it just like, if you had looked at that a year ago, you would have thought like you were in another world, you know, it, yeah. it is insane. And that's just what it's going to look like.
0: Yeah. I think that that's kind of going to be the norm for a long time. I, I don't know what to expect. And I think that we're kind of moved beyond that. I think you, you know, you get acclimated to something. Um, I think I, I it will be interesting to see how this hard knocks, right, how how they film it and just, Really, just watching how they're dealing with it, I think would be really kind of interesting to be able to watch to see. It's not going to be like it was before. And incidentally, didn't they just do the Rams? Like, was that three or four years ago when Jeff Fisher was a coach?
1: They did the Rams. Uh, they changed
0: names, I know,
1: but well. So they did the Rams on Hard Knocks and All or Nothing. All or Nothing is the the show that they do with Amazon that chronicles right. a season. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did they did the 2016 Rams both on Hard Knocks and All or Nothing. So we got a lot That's of Rams. Right. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit worn out on the Rams. That that was the year, if you'll remember, uh, that Jared Goff got made fun of for not knowing what direction the sun rose or or sad I forget what the what what he messed up but he got it wrong and it was like a big deal he didn't know blah blah um I have have a question for you Tony and I think this would would vary on you know every player obviously and every coach uh we've seen players opting out the last one for the Cowboys Jameez Olawale Mm -hmm. how how would you go about this not even as it pertains to you but your family because, like, that's when everyone thinks about this, right? They think, like, well, these guys—they have to go to work; and they're going to be socially distanced. Did you see the video? Um, I know I'm springing all these questions on you in the last second, but of the Broncos entering the practice, the Broncos went through like it looked like a, like one of those airport security scanners yeah. that, that you go yeah. through, and it was it was dousing them with with like disinfecting uh, with everyone, dis- yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah. and so, um, so, but the players – i mean, obviously, there's a lot of protocols designed to keep the players safe at the facility, but they all have to go home. You mentioned maybe somebody has to go to the grocery store. A lot of these guys have talked about they have pregnant wives or they have children. They have to run and get this or whatever the case may be like, what, I, I mean, what would that be like? Cause you, you would, I would imagine have to tell your family, tell your wife, tell your, I mean, whoever's involved in your life, like, look, dude, do not come near me for the next six months. That's yeah, it. That's a very really difficult. impossible. That's thing. a
0: hard, yeah, that's a hard, I mean, it's, it's hard to answer the question for everyone, right? Everyone's got to do what they need to do Um, certain different circumstances. I know there's two levels of high risk and the low risk. And, you know, if you have underlying issues and you're going to be compensated more, if you opt out, I think it's just a decision you have to make and feel good about it. And it's a family decision. And, and, you know, I think that's the thing about it until you've been affected with COVID-19 and really know someone, Uh, That has either died from and have really, really experienced difficulty with it. You really can't judge people for their decision, Mm -hmm. and so I don't. I I think that the the hardest part about this RJ, this whole deal, is it's. And when you talked about basketball, we talked about uh, hockey. I think it's more easier. It's easier to. Kind of control things in a bubble, mm-hmm. as opposed to baseball, which you know has gone out of hand. You guys going to strip clubs or whatever? I mean, that's really not very responsible, or whatever. But my point is, is that it's interesting seeing how football keeps this in in check and in, within a bubble, and that's really the only way you can really make it work or or disinfect it, as you just said. How the you know the the Broncos are doing before they enter training camp is not letting anybody in. And that would be very difficult to not, especially if your wife's pregnant, you got other things to do. Um, I think it's very hard. It's a hard line decision, but I mean, if you, if that's what you feel like your gut feeling, then go ahead and, and, and make that decision.
1: You use the word control. Um, this is a different topic, uh, but it's something I find fascinating. Um, I, I, I love, right, like looking through Instagram and Twitter and seeing what players are doing and saying and what they're liking, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's fun for me uh, because you can learn information that way.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, the Dallas Cowboys are a team that is covered more than any other team in America. We all know that. We all recognize that. But like you mentioned the video that we saw of Mike McCarthy in that team meeting, that is the only thing that we have seen. I mean, that's it. That's that's one of the only times we have seen Mike McCarthy working as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, which is kind of unbelievable when you really think about it. And my point here is that the team, and this applies to every team, not just the Cowboys, and it applies to a lot of other organizations and just companies and you know different <laughs> levels of, of mm-hmm. corporate America. Right. The, the Cowboys are going to be able to control – the release of information in a way they never have ever been able to before and that's a really like think i mean you've you've lived that life you know when when and a guys, lot of
0: teams they probably they like that i mean because right? like, they can control <laughs> yeah
1: like think of you know we hear all the time so and so is is hurt so and so is is not you know is is dressed but is not practicing you know things like that those types of reports will not exist i mean across I, you know, At least the Cowboys and the NFL and who knows however far. And and that's that's a different – look, I, I'm not at all trying to minimize the grander points of this. But looking at the football of it all, that's a real thing. And I think we're going to like on a Saturday find out like, oh, the Cowboys have scratched whoever, like make up a player. And everyone's going to be like, what? Why? Like what happened? And you know what I mean? Everyone's going to be shocked because nobody's going to know about it throughout the whole week like they normally
0: would. Well, I think when it comes to like conventional injuries, I think they'll have a where well, they have to report. Yeah, they have like their normal
1: a, standardized. But report. But
0: when it relates to COVID, I mean, you don't, you know, who knows? I mean, a guy may be fine, and on Saturday or Friday when they test again, I mean, that, that changes, you know, the you know the the price of poker, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think that it's it's tough job for the media, obviously, because you can't speculate as much, you can't see people practicing, you can't interact as much, so. The amount of information out there is not there. Uh, But I think for players, I mean, you know, prior to all this, RJ, which now is on the first stage where they're just doing conditioning and everything and start practices August 13th, which will be like more traditional training camp, if you will, if that's even possible. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I think that that's that's the hardest thing. But I, I think the players have done a pretty good job and they still do a good job of letting people know what's going on. Uh, I know during the, the training aspect of a different guys with post videos and everything, but you know, with it relates to the Cowboys, man, you're not going to have the information uh, unless you listen to blogging the boys right. and you listen to the seven five Oh and all the other platform shows we have, you're not going to get much information.
1: That's well said. <laughs> um, I have two last things for you, Tony, before we get out of here. One, did you see uh, back to the subject of players in New Jersey's? Did you see the photo of taco Charlton in his new Kansas city chiefs uniform?
0: No, I haven't seen Taco Charlton. I haven't really paid much attention to that.
1: Yeah, it was uh that was an interesting moment. So But that's... I wish
0: I wish Taco Charlton oh, was yeah. the best. I mean, he's you know, that's. <laughs> but no, I I uh I mean he's got a chance to get a ring if he's if he if right. he's still on the roster, but Best of luck to him.
1: A lot of former Cowboys got a ring with the Chiefs: Morris Claiborne, Damon uh, Wilson, Anthony Hitchens, Charveria. Been at the Lord. right
0: place at the right time.
1: Um, my <laughs> my last thing, and this is a bit sad. Um, this this goes back to how how close football really is. Um, so we're talking again today is Tuesday, August fourth. This Thursday, Tony, August sixth, would have been the Pro Football Hall of Fame game between the Dallas Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's a sad thing because I think you know you you know you have Jimmy Johnson was getting inducted, uh, the Cowboys are going to play the Steelers, um, the season. You're, you're right. I mean, we just think about how far, how close we would have been, and how far we are away from football starting now. We haven't even had have one practice. So yeah, I think it's uh, God, it's from a year ago, and and I'm sure that all those guys that have gotten inducted and are looking forward to. Being rep, you know, recognized. Now they got to put it on hold another year. Um, it's just really weird. But you know, look, the fact that we got September 5th to look at, right? Um, oh, I'm sorry, 13th is a is, yeah, September so, 13th. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> September 5th will be the last day of training camp, I right. believe, before they get into the game week mode. But at least we have that to look forward to. Again, double fingers crossed, man.
1: For sure. Okay, Tony. <laughs> absolute last thing: Who wins the PJ Championship?
0: Gosh, I'm gonna go with JT. I mean, I got to stick with the pink pants. Ooh, Brooke, uh, I like Brooks. Now, um, you, you know. I pick one. You can't. You can't do this. I'm gonna go with the front runner. That... I'm gonna go JT number one number player one in, the world, in the, world now. the world. Yeah, I'm gonna go with number one player in the world. That's safe bet, right?
1: Uh, yeah, so
0: Brooke, Brooks <laughs> is
1: going for his third straight PGA Championship, and last year he was going for his third straight U.S. Open. I read that only two players in the history of the world have had two years in a row where they could have won a third major in a row, if that makes sense. Brooks is one of them. The other, shockingly, is Tiger Woods. Um, yeah. So, of course, but... um.
0: And Tiger, he's in the field this week. I really don't – I mean, I don't have high expectations, but yeah, you know, we're all going to be watching him. I mean, hopefully he makes the cut, and again, the ratings will oh, skyrocket. Yeah.
1: I, um, I don't think Brooks wins. As fun as that would be, I, I don't. I'm tempted to take Bryson. Did you see him complaining about the ants, by the way? No. Dude, he <laughs> was complaining because there were ants, fire ants, near his ball last Thursday. Um, well doesn't he get a,
0: technically does he get a free drop
1: his argument was that there was like there is a rule for like wild ants i know if you're
0: if there's an ant mound you i know from experience <laughs> no i'm serious i mean you tell you can take relief from that i know no, was well,
1: actually a usga rule there was not um a mound he was arguing that there was a, a, just an ant on the ball um <laughs> so you know whatever but um, I, thought I, was,
0: I, I thought he put on this weight and he was like, Mr. Strong, man, sounds like he's pretty weak right now. I
1: think I'm going to take John Rahm, the previous number one goal. That's a
0: good choice. Yeah. I mean, all those players that you mentioned, I mean, I mean anybody can win. It should Seems be a like that's the norm, man. Let's yeah. just Brooks.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really hope Brooks wins, honestly, because that would be the most entertaining thing. In some yeah. ways, Bryson winning would be the most entertaining thing. But
0: oh, uh, I just love watching it though. Dude, I did mean, you, he doesn't hold anything back.
1: Did, did you see the slow-mo the muscle video? Muscle man hitting
0: the bug off ball.
1: Oh, did, did you see the slow-mo video of, of his ball compressing? Oh it, gosh. It was weird uh, and amazing. But um, okay. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we've got some football stuff to talk about next week. Uh, this week should bring that. Um, Tony, we hope everybody has a good week. We hope you have a good week. We'll see you all next Tuesday. This was the 750.